is in Spain. Hi. Farah has left me. She's in Spain. Can you see me? Suddenly out in Spain. So I'm waiting for her to connect. So we're trying. Here he goes. There I am. Hi, everybody. You, you, how are you? you look nice. Well, I, I, I had to get ready for my, my date night. <laughs> you look nice. You look like you're just, you look like you're going on holiday. Look at you with your hair and where are you going? You know, I had this hat on all day and I haven't taken it off. Hello, everybody. Hi, hi. You see, you see I miss Farah, guys. Farah is in Spain and I'm in Milton Keynes, so we're split screen right now. And she's looking mighty fabulous. Guess what? She's even cut her hair. Look how amazing she's looking. My friend, I like you. You are so Hi, Tori. Gorgeous. Hello, everyone. <laughs> you know, I can give you compliments all day, huh? Oh, thank you. Do you know, I actually saw, um, I saw, is it Jada? Jada Pink, isn't it? Jada. Jada. I saw her hair and it was very similar to mine, actually. I was like, oh, I quite like it on her. But she has, hers is slightly shorter and it's flicked out here. But it's, it's quite short here. Oh, life with Oh, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Anthony has joined. Go so for our it. Topic today, our topic today. Talking, the topic is be an awesome mom and still chase your dream. Correct. That's what we're doing. So we thought we'd yes. talk about that because it mom, comes. Mompreneurs. Mompreneurs. We have a reason to celebrate, you know, because your two boys have finished a very important stage in school. So Rayhan has finished year four. Year four. Zane has finished year eight, mm-hmm. we need year nine. So right now, my daughter is still partying somewhere. I know where she is. She's still partying somewhere. I know that was she like come home four o'clock. You said to me. At 1:15, she hasn't come home. She's still partying. <laughs> wow. Been partying, but my daughter is still grooving somewhere, and she's not yet back home. Jealousy is so not a nice thing. Do school. not be jealous of your daughter. Sorry, I am very jealous. I'm so jealous. She has more of her. <laughs> more of a social life than her mother. Exactly. So we're going to talk about... <laughs> I'm we're going to talk about be an awesome mom and still chase your dreams, which is something that both of us can still do. Yes. We are doing it and we are loving it. We are loving it. We're loving it. It's Hi, Bola. Hello, Bola. Hello, Bola. Did you see Bola? Did you we see Bola's... Uh, did you see Bola's headscarf today, by the way? I know. She looks... So I know. I thought. Thank I, you so much. Thank you. She Thank looked you. beautiful. Please, said, Come back to our baby. Oh, know, yeah. I remember when we dropped off our child the first day at nurse, what, nursery foundation. School. And I was just speaking to my neighbor today and I just said, you know what? It's amazing. I remember I, I remember when we moved to Milton Keynes. I remember bringing Zahara. When we moved, Zahara was still. Hi, B. Zahara was still in the baby, Cassie. So there was Zahara girl, and I just told him now that Zahara's finished year eight. He's like, Really? Wow. I'm celebrating. I'm doing the happy dance. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And what are you gonna what are you gonna do with that for the next six weeks? Don't even go there. I don't even I know. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with myself for the next six weeks. I don't even know. But I know that it's gonna cost me a lot of money. Correct. I know that I'm gonna spend some really lovely quality time with her. 
we're gonna we're gonna argue a lot hormones is kicking up and down we're gonna argue a lot we're gonna fight a lot we're gonna cuddle a lot we're gonna make up a lot and we've got a few uh, weekends planned haven't we so yeah, hopefully we we'll be yeah. so when you get back from spain you need to come straight to my house not home, straight to my house. <laughs> 11 okay. o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about being an awesome mom and holding down a, a job or a passion or like a dream. It's something, it's a very dicey topic. It's something that I feel like we feel guilty, a lot, especially mothers. I can't speak for fathers here because obviously I'm not a man. Last time I checked, I was a woman. But well, that's good to know. Okay, we don't need to know any more than that. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> so it's something that I feel like. Just you... <laughs> stay for you, man. You need to come to my. So it's something oh. that a lot of people feel guilty about, especially mothers. And I can speak. I can speak coming from a mother's point of view. I remember chasing my my dream, my passion, and also I remember because obviously since I was a baby then. She was a baby whilst I set up my business. Obviously, before I set up my brand, I was a singleton. I got married then. I was traveling all over the place, um, flying. I mean, Air Miles was my highlight with Ruby. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, she so, is I mean, I was Air Miles like crazy. So, obviously, when I had Zahara, it had to stop. Because, obviously, I made a decision then that, obviously, I had to look after my child, be there for my child. But... I gave my child my full attention at that early stage. I still do. It's a, a woman's job never ends. We are still constantly mothers, right? We are mothers. It's a full-time job. Yeah. But when you're holding a full-time career as well as being a full-time mom, it's quite hard for some people to juggle. So a lot of people go end up feeling really guilty. Tell me. Yeah. Start. I think... Um so when I had, um, before I had Zayn and Rayhan, I had a, like a full-time job, a managerial position. It's quite high. In Debenhams, most people that know me would know that. And then when I had the mat leave, it was uh, so strange to actually not do anything, which was my daily, um, that's how I represented myself. Like some, not hardcore, but quite authoritative. Not hard, but you know, just authoritative. You were, Someone you, with you a purpose. Remember, you were my boss at one point. Was I? Yes. Oh, remember. cosmetics. Yes, that's remember, right. Yes, went, yes. Now we're going to get to that anyway. You were my boss at one point. And I remember you telling me, Han, in a professional setting, we're best friends, but in a professional setting, you're still your boss. <laughs> Did I say that? Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably would have said that. And um, anyway, and when, when I you had your boss suit on. I, I know. As soon as soon as you get the outfit on and you're at work, you just change. So you know. He said, Farah told me off once. I know me. She's she loves oh telling Oh God, is this is this a agenda against well, Farah today? Farah said you told her off. You told me off as well. Bola, did you I really? Oh, I don't remember. I have no memory of any of those kind of things. Um, <laughs> Selected yes. memory. Um, yeah, what was I saying? I was saying that, like, taking time off to look after the kids, it makes you really, uh, well, you just, you just learn a new skill as a mom, don't you? And you kind of put the other, you put the other thing to the, to, to, on the side until you start doing both together. So when Rayhan was born and I was, I had gone back into work, took the maternity, went back into work and then bringing up two kids and running the similar kind of authoritative job where you're looking after or you're responsible for a big team of people. 
it's yeah. always going to be challenging and trying to do a good job all across so you're a good mother yeah. you're a good wife you run the house well and you bring it's up like your kids well full-time job really isn't it absolutely that's this is why women are just so powerful they are that's why yeah. it's so important for them to look after themselves and give the self-love that we talk about because exactly. because they have to play so many different roles in life mm. Mm. and it's, it's, it's very tiring role because I mean, as mothers trying to hold it down for our families, we tend to overwork ourselves. We do overtime. Yes. I think, you know, people go do a nine-to-five job and then they switch up. But we, as women, as mothers, we never switch up, especially mothers with careers, working on a job, or if you have a side hustle you're doing or side business or something you're passionate about. It's very hard to combine everything together. So we know we, we drain ourselves out. Definitely. We drain out. We take out every single strength. And I, I think that's within us. Then um, making the switch from working for a corporate company to then working for yourself, still yeah. bringing up your kids, still having a mortgage and a house, and doing other things. That was for me one of the most scariest time of my life when I was um, when I gave my notice to Debenhams after my friends. I know, I know you guys were on and on dance, at me. You gave your I know, and a few few other people danced as well. And it, yeah. and to, for the listeners, um, the reason they danced is because for a while I've been saying I want to be a personal trainer. I want to work with nutrition. I want to work with people. So I was just yeah. saying to my friends that, and they encouraged me to leave. Um, but it's easy to say, you see, and it's really, really, really difficult to actually take that that action because you're so frightened. I, I remember very clearly, I remember what you were fearful then was because you had so many responsibilities. I mean, we had this conversation even on school runs when we were working our kids to school. You know, when I was here, I'm like, Mara, you know, what are we doing about that dream? What are you doing to making your dream happen? And you were so passionate about what you wanted to do, but you were so fearful at the same time because yeah. you were like, okay, if I leave this job, how will I manage? How will the bills get paid? Yeah. You know, how in the end then everything Keith was, obviously, the, the you know you and Keith was bringing the, the, you know money to the family yeah and you felt like well, if you left then that means everything is on Keith's shoulders yeah that means obviously and, you feel guilty you feel guilty you were weary yeah you were so weary and you were not confident enough to leave I mean which is something I think a lot of women or men in our boat um, find themselves you know they find themselves in that dilemma whereby like okay um, is it the right time to leave or is it not the right time to leave they're kind of dabbling like you know like it's like a basketball you're dribbling 100% so, yeah for past I think for five years I think or more maybe I sat on that idea of not sure what I want to do kind of I knew what my yeah. passion was but not sure how to leave and I yeah. think I've gone in with my notice maybe three times and come back out yeah. because they've talked me out so that means that I wasn't yeah. strong enough to hold down my notice um, yeah. And I was so quickly convinced because they, my bosses and all of them, brilliant. Really, I, I mean, what I learned in Debenhams is what I'm applying now to my, my life now. So it's n- there's no regrets. Yeah. It's just that I wanted to do something for me, for myself and not work for a corporate company because the ideas I had always had a limited shelf life. And uh, yeah. when it's your own business, you can try whatever you want. You know, if you fail, you pick it up again. Um, and yeah. I remember the day I wrote the notice for the last time. And now at this stage, I'd met Ephraim. We had a company name and we were about to start mm-hmm. Gritty Fitness, November 2016. Um, and I s- still won't give my notice. And Afro went ahead and did it. He was quite confident that this is going to work. I said, no, I'm yeah. going to do part-time work and I'm going to do part-time Gritty Fitness. Um, and I did for a while and that was really hard to run then your own business your, your work that you're doing that pays your bills and you're bringing up your kids at the same time exactly. it's, it's, you can tell me about you can say that again I remember like obviously when obviously like I just said you know, previously 
before I had Zahara, I, it was easy for me to travel, drop my pick up, you know, pick up your suitcase and travel. I did shows and everything. Then I was doing textile designs. I wasn't into jewelry then. It was easy Hi, for me to travel up and down. Hello, everyone. It was easy for me to travel up and down. So obviously, when I had Zahara, things changed. I said to myself, yeah, you have to make it work. Okay, it's two things that obviously um, I'm passionate about. And I remember I had this discussion with Zahara this morning. And I said to her, Hun, I'm going to say something that obviously when you watch this, you might not say, hmm. Okay, I remember when we, I don't think you know about this, but you're going to find out now. Anyway, I remember when I lost, we lost a child. Did I tell you this? You don't no. know. Okay, so now you know. And I remember when we lost a child initially, this was earlier on in the relationship. And it's something I've kept with me for a long time. Anyways, I had to now tell Zahara this morning. Just in case, honey, if you're watching this and you now find out, is it anything about me? I do know. Yes, I do remember now. That's it's a recent. It's a recent. Co- yes. So yes. obviously, and you know, when I when we lost, I was like, a, I was a bit scared that I, I will not get the opportunity to be a mom again. I said to myself, okay, maybe is it stress related or whatever. Da 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 da. But anyway, when I was when God blessed me with the opportunity to have a child again, I had to make it work, and I had to now make sure I was a good mom. Yeah full-time mom, give my child the love and attention she deserves, give my then-husband attention that he deserves as well. But I multitasked. I did, um, I was multitasking. I lived a double life, whereby when T was sleeping... You'd quietly sneaked out and sneaked in. I would quietly go downstairs with my sewing machine. I love that. Yeah. And then put Zahara down on a, uh, on a rocking chair, you know, like those baby rocking chair things. I don't know what they're called now because it's 13 years ago, almost 13 years ago I had a child. But anyway, I'll put her in the rocking chair, which is those, those ones that vibrate. So anyway, and I'll be there, my stitching away, because obviously I had my orders from ASOS. I had um, some deliveries to make to read different retailers. So I had no excuse not to deliver on time. Whenever they said, okay, Anita, are you going to deliver on time? Yes. I never used my child as an excuse not to make, make any delivery. I worked my cheeky behind off. But it was worth it. I loved what I was doing. And literally, I would put Zahara on the floor. She would just be there chatting to me in her Google Gaga, Google Gaga, gig, 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 gaga, gaga. And I found myself stitching away. And I would tell her, and then she, we were interacting because obviously then it was quiet. She was sleeping. I had the baby to keep me company. The machine was going, and I looked down, and then Zara would be like, Google Gaga, Gigi Gaga. So we're conversing, we're talking. She's having a conversation with me. I'm sure she's probably asking me, Mommy, how is it going? I'll turn on to her, like, Google Gaga, Gigi Gaga, Goo. (laughs) The language. (laughs) So I was teaching her, and obviously, she, she had a front row seat. She had the front row seat watching her mommy work right from the time she was a baby. She had the front row seat. What a brilliant, you know? ex- great example for her. Oh my gosh, she had a, and you know what interesting thing is, you know, that I saw it, you know I'm obsessed with quotes. And there's a quote that came up, came from, you know, that came across Paul, it's from Carl Jung. He says, nothing has a stronger influence psychologically on our children than on lived life of their parents. Definitely. So Zahara... Good or bad this is, isn't it? Good or bad. This is good or bad influence, isn't it? A good, great, if you can give them good influence. She loved it. She loved loved the whole thing. And I remember when we... 
she was like my business partner. You know, she was my baby business partner. You know, I remember we'd be stitching away, stitching away, and then obviously um, she'll watch me, she'll be there whilst I'm packing the stuff in the suitcase. I bet Afro is telling you to hurry up. No, um, no, he's putting the uh, music on. I said, looked over. I was like, what's he doing? Oh, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll put the suitcase, things in the suitcase, and then I'll have my backpack. Because obviously, you know, I mean, as you see me every Wednesday, you know, teaching the Yeah, kids, with a big case. Looks like you're going, so like, for two weeks life. holiday. I'm a, person, I'm a lady in suitcase. Every, I'm always... <laughs> and and she puts her high heels on. She, with, with your high heels. With your high heels. Huh? With your high heels on. With my high heels on, looking rather nice. You have to look nice when you're going to teach your kids. Anyway, so she'll see me putting the stuff in the suitcase, and then I'll, I'll have her on the, on, the, on the pram. And then we're going to London. We'll buy our tickets. We'll go to London. This is all making deliveries. So we'll go to London, obviously. Then we have to go through King's Cross. And then from you know Houston station, and then from Houston station we'll now go wherever we're going. So imagine some of these train stations don't even have lifts. Wow. They don't even have lifts. And then obviously my appointments was I booked appointments, but everything has to be done before T got back from work. So I'll make sure my first appointment was nine thirty or ten o'clock, which is peak time, yeah. rush hour. So imagine rush hour on the underground, with a woman, unbelievable. Definitely not for everyone. Definitely only for selected people that will do something like that. It was a juggle. We we, we, we balanced on the escalator. There's the way we balance. We balance on the escalator. We went all the way down, made all our deliveries, and still make it down to still be a full time wife. High five. Whew. Awesome. And so it can be done. It, it can be it done, can and be I done. think lots, lots of parents or mums in particular. I don't know if they, if you guys there listening, there are mums now that you work. That the guilty feeling is the worst thing, isn't it? The guilt. You know, when I my my little ones, I took them to nursery. Um, Zane was six months old, and I'm, I'm handing a baby yeah. over to uh, to a nursery. I mean, the fantastic nursery. Yeah. I could probably they bought him up better than me because you know they were like experienced, like you won't believe it. However, just that feeling of me handing them over while I can go to work. I used to sit back in the car, have a little cry, and then drive to work. And rush to get there, quickly get there to a meeting, get my name badge on, and pretend that I'm fine, I'm normal, I'm like everyone else. Like, no one else has got a baby apart from me as well at at this particular stage. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm here, and I'm taking my notes, and I'm going to be as good sales manager as everybody else because I've got to be good at everything and that pressure that you put on yourself yeah. is unbelievable and I remember being in so much rush and one of my reasons for like giving up the corporate and taking doing my own thing doing my own business one to pursue my passion yeah. obviously but the biggest thing really is to be with my kids and now we walk to school we have time to have breakfast we can talk yeah. about the anxiety of first day back the last day of school yeah. if something's happened the exams yeah. whatever they're going through yeah. it's not like mummy's got to go she's got to get to work and that's the yeah, only thing i could see and i remember when you were on the school run you literally waving to me i couldn't i couldn't even talk to you i know i could not talk to you and the pressure of me this girl is gonna fall in those hills and i and actually kill myself over pressure and stress i gave myself literally for 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 years and i think the day i gave my notice finally to debenhams and then and then started yeah. doing my own thing it's just uh, it, and that that it i mean i work so well i work probably i don't know 
seven days a week now and I don't even know what the hours number number of hours are but when my boys come back from school I'm there with them I have a chance to do homework with them I put them to bed I'm not doing any late nights in Debenhams I'm not there on the weekends I can watch Zane play football now and those things that I missed out because I was doing that I have now chose a different path but that's the decision I had to make and it was really hard but people that you list, people who are listening and are, are on the verge of kind of making that decision is, if you don't take yeah. the risk, then you never know. Look, if it didn't work out, my business, uh, personal training, then I will stop doing it and I have to go back to her because I have a mortgage to pay well, and ch- children pay. But I believe that if you but if I didn't try, but if I didn't try because I was so frightened to give up my corporate world, yeah. if I didn't try, how would I yeah. know where I'm at? And that's exactly. the, that, that's it's the all question. About taking the risk and being daring, isn't it? It's about cha- taking the risk and changing your destiny if the destiny you're on you're not if you're not happy with it don't stick with that road yeah. change the yeah. change the destination change your thoughts and views and go somewhere else yeah. says Zahara back yeah guess who's company come back from oh party. hello Zahara you better you better use your house keys and let yourself in because I'm on I'm on Insta live yeah she's come back from her grooving I'm gonna I'm gonna smell her breath to see whether she stinks of alcohol no way Un- remember unconditional oh, unconditional she's love exactly she's lost it she can't put the keys in the hole hello gizzy hello gizzy moe Absolutely. Unlike before, when she was a baby, I felt like I was constantly working, 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 working. And all she kept doing was looking at me and saying, Ugu, gaga, gigi, gaga, goo, goo, goo. And all I was saying to her was, Girl, yes, mommy's got to work. Mommy's got to feed you. Mommy's got to buy you some nice clothes. So, Ugu, gaga, gigi, gigi, goo, love you. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. And, you know, actually, it'd be really good, actually, to um, kind of collaborate with, because I know um, Bola's on here, isn't she? And kind of Bola is a side hustling as well. And it's very similar to what we're doing. And it'd be really good to kind of get her take, because similar kind of age, got two boys. She's also a working mum as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, when there's just selected number of people that I know that have worked the way that we have. And it's really good to see, because yeah. I really, when I speak to Bola, and I don't know if Bola's still online or not. Say hello. Put, put a comment on Bola if yeah. you can. Like, how, yeah, there she is. And she's um, yeah, definitely an example of that person who has done, has followed her passion but has worked in an industry that she's passionate about, but also brought her two boys, but they're very involved in what she does, and they're with, you know, they're, they're kind of... Here. There she is. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. see, Bola, can if you, if you can... I, I um, say that there's nothing more rewarding than 
doing what you love doing. Yeah, I, I'm saying it's the best vitamins ever. Like I said to you earlier on. It doesn't feel like work best. now, does it? Huh? It doesn't feel like work. Hi, Sahara. Yes. I'm, I'm going to do alcohol test. test in a minute. I'm only been drinking juice. I'm been drinking juice. I, tru- I, I totally trust that. I'm good, cool Have you seen that eyes? It looks dilated. Uh, no, she's fine. Did you walk? Yeah. She walked all the way from Medba. She walked all the way from That's Medba. why she's tired. And it's very hot, isn't it? Yeah, it is hot. Yeah. Can't go drink water. Say hello to everyone, Zimama. Definitely. You cannot give love to somebody when you don't have that love within you. And when you love what you do, believe you me, everything around you, including your job, also is is done with joy and happiness. And the people that benefit from the of the services you're offering also are happy because, like for me, I said to people, I never make jewelry when I'm sad. Really? I don't make jewelry when I'm sad. No, huh? No. I know. The way I'm feeling goes into the piece wow. I'm making. Which means, for me personally, if my if my client wears it, they will tap into how I'm feeling, and for me, it's not fair. That, so the negative I'm energy or the sad energy. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I like to create when I'm happy, and I say it's my it's my therapy. I tell you, it's my therapy. Creating is my therapy. You know how many times I've sat down here. Yes, definitely. That's another topic we must discuss about the hands. Afra's got his little piece to add in. He says, we don't all have a passion. Sometimes we have to find the passion. Yeah. We all have. No, we are all built with passion. We are all all built with something. Sometimes you just have to find it. We are all being sent in this world for a purpose. Nobody came here without nothing to offer. Oh, yeah, definitely. We all came here to serve each other. You can come in and Okay, even if it's me serving, Afra, you can come and serve by massaging my feet. Is that, is that my passion? <laughs> That's my passion. <laughs> Feet.
Is that sorry? You, she loves to sing. She says the lady that I just said. Love to sing. My, oh my god! But then you need to bless the world with your beautiful yes, just, voice. Uh, I need get, to hear it. Get onto YouTube. You need to. YouTube. Yes, set up a YouTube. Set up like if you feel like um, you're not confident to sing in front of people, get your phone and start recording it on your phone. Okay. Let me tell you something. Zahara does, and this could be a benefit. Yeah. Zahara has the most beautiful. She's gonna kill me for saying this. She's gonna kill me. My daughter, and I'm not bragging because she's my daughter. My daughter is, and I'm so happy she's going towards the artistic field. And I'm encouraging her. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Zahara loves to sing, but Zahara is so fearful of letting the world experience or uh, experience this blessing that she has. So Zahara can go into the toilet in her bedroom and she closes the door. And she will bless the whole neighborhood with her voice. Oh, can you not remember so in the in New York? Like, oh my gosh, we heard Sahara. Is that Sahara singing? She sang in New York, didn't she? Do you remember? She sang in New York. She sang, She sings in theater shows. She of course, she, she does. She yes. With, she goes to theater school, so she performs in theater. But she hasn't got the confidence. But the thing is, what I was saying to Kechi is, you see, Sahara is not bold enough to go to the in public to sing. She sings publicly when she's in, in the theater where she performs amongst yeah. hundreds of people. But in front of me, my child will not sing. She will not sing in front of me. But but yeah. that's understandable. I know that it happens. Would. You know it happens. Sometimes it's the most difficult person to sing is someone who you're most close to. When I have to when I have to record my videos for YouTube, I have to ask Afro yeah. to leave. I have to ask yeah. Afro to go away because I, I don't like talking yeah. in front of him. I don't know why. Yeah, I can talk in front of. Yeah, I, I, I can talk in front of anyone, like, but I don't want to talk in front of him. Yeah. It's find it really difficult. Um, just before we say anything, um, Bola, I heard that uh, I read your comment about um, you have to have faith to actually start. If you ha you have passion, but you, yes, you have to have faith to actually start the journey that you're actually on. Most definitely. The lady, lady who wants to sing, please. The lady who wants to sing, please make sure you sing. The lady who wants to sing, I'm just saying. We want to hear it as well. Don't stop any number of kids. Whatever, stop your passion. You just got to do a little bit of time for yourself every every day or every week. The worst thing we can ever do to our kids, I hear parents often, and we mother, we don't know we are cursing our kids. We have to be careful with the what we say. We have to be very careful. We curse ourselves on a daily basis. Do you know that nobody needs to curse us? We curse ourselves, and it's from what we say. Do you know what I'm saying? Um. She says, I've been worried to follow my dream of becoming a makeup artist, but I'm now going for it. Yes. Good for you, Tori. You can do it. She is such a um, a talented makeup artist already, to be honest. She yeah, just exactly. she just needs to put herself out there and go for it. Yes. She's so passionate about it. So passionate. Every time we talk about makeup yeah. when we meet up. And the thing is, you know, if you're not ready to be, you know, it's gradual steps. So you can start off by even doing makeup for friends or families, filming them, building up a portfolio, gradually can now start filming them, like obviously on your phone. You don't have to have like a, an expensive camera you can do over your phone. Film it and then gradually you can start uploading, uploading them on Facebook or Instagram. And gradually you can even have like, you know, a YouTube channel and then you can now step out and probably ask for spawn, you know, companies to sponsor you or whatever and like far like always says you can now have a podcast high five podcast is the best way ever right now right now th this conversation is being recorded as a podcast 
So that will be out live because uh, that's something. Uh, another thing, what we're going to do is we're going to make a YouTube video of the conversation we're having, uh, starting probably next week, just so we're going to record that. But because you can see now, our conversation can go via podcast, via YouTube. So there's so many means of actually getting out there and talking to people. And also, if you have got passion for something, don't be frightened to do things for free to start off with. You know, you know, just if like someone out, if someone wants to know how how to eat well, to to like. No, Ruby, that's Tori. You, Tori is near you. you no, know Tori. Tori, are you near me? Yeah, you know Tori. You know Tori. Yes. Tori, you can use my face. I can be your face model. Yeah. There we go. You got something there. You got somebody offering our face for free. Mm. Well, you could do mine too, and then we can YouTube this, and then, yeah. then we can put it out. That could be your first YouTube video. What do you say, Tori? Exactly. Let's yeah. make an agreement in front of everyone. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. oh yeah, by the way guys, we've got we need a name. Um like Anita Farah show. We don't want to call it that. We want to call it some powerful name that represents us. So if you've got one, let us know. Yes, empowered women empower women. Yes, Tori, that is absolutely correct. Chit chat with Anita and Farah over some cup of tea. No, I haven't got my you are you are so lucky you got your wife. Is this Andrea? I'm having water. You see we've swapped lives. You're letting my side down. You're letting the side down. Huh? I said you're letting the side down. I know, right? I know. Don't worry. Definitely, Tori. Absolutely. Let's do this. So, anyone... to do it. I think we need more people following their dreams. The thing is, we allow fear to steal so much dreams and opportunities. We need to be courageous. I know it's easier said than done. It's easy for me to sit here and say, okay, step out and take... For me, the journey where I am now was the decision I made and I was Thank brave you, Tori. enough I was brave enough to stick with my decision okay um, obviously I went to university to do my textile design but as a jewelry designer I, I wasn't trained by anyone nobody trained me nobody trained me I didn't train under anybody wow. I didn't go to school for jewelry design I didn't go it was my curiosity that got me creating I was Your so passion, wasn't it? Hang on. Because then, you know, it, it, I would love to. I would love to know what your first piece was ever made. Have you got it? Oh my god, my first piece. I've still got it. Have you got it? Have you got it? Like right I now? Can we piece. see it? My first piece I made. I was using recycled t-shirts. I used to go to like oh. um, vintage stores, and I used to get some old t-shirts, and I used to shred them. So I'll shred them, and I'll use them as a frame. This was before I introduced feathers. So I'll shred them, and I'll work. I'll, I'll embellish the the top bit. But the thing is, like I said, it was my curiosity that got me got me into jewelry design. Like I said, I never trained under anybody. I did not um, go to jewelry school. In fact, how I even knew what plier to use and what thing to use, I don't even know till now. So you just come up, you kind of done made it all made it up as you went along, I just, basically. I, I just made it up because I was doing wow. jewelry, I was doing textiles. So I said to myself, okay, if I can embellish materials, I created fabrics from 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 fresh. So I guess I specialized in stitch and embellishment as my, you know. So if I could make materials from fresh, with from nothing, I said to myself, hmm, I could do this on jewelry. And you did. Can maybe look at your first piece next time. Can we have a look at it? I've got to go, oh, yeah, guys. Really I've got a date, date, time, date, 
date yeah, line, so date you time. Need you I need to go. On a date. Thank you and so I'm much. <laughs> See you guys. Enjoy yourselves, guys. Thank you. I'm so jealous. But you know what? I'm not going to be jealous of you guys because I'm seeing you on Monday. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe Tuesday because like it's quite late you on Monday. When you get here, as far as you land from Luton <laughs> Airport or wherever you went from, <laughs> I don't want you to go home. I just want you to carry yourself and your suitcase <laughs> on your head. And I want you to come here before you go home. Like it. Definitely make a note of that, please, Anita, so we can um, have a little discussion about which one. Thank you so much, Tori. Thank you, uh, Bola, for like joining in, and thank you very much. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye, bye, everybody. Love you too. Bye, 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 bye. I don't know how to turn off. Here we go. Thanks for joining. Kick you out. So hot. Turn the fan off. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, then please consider heading over to the iTunes and leaving me a review. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.